0: Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Fulancey, here with the great Stephanie Noble. Hi. <laughs> oh, that's so like great. Yeah, go, Steph.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the full audience, even though yes. there's just two of us. <laughs> <laughs> you today because nobody ever introduces you. I'm oh, here okay, with Jonathan and okay. the Lancy. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So we fun. are
0: doing great today. We are missing uh, Rebecca Sargent and our leader, the great Pastor Anthony Braswell, but that is okay. That is okay. We're going to continue on our episode of Sunday to Sunday, episode 374, I believe, today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> feels like it I don't honestly i don't is it episode 29
0: it might be 30
1: time doesn't matter anymore we're just here you guys okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we'll go right into our segment of right now right, right. now <laughs>
1: oh, i love it i love it one of these days we're going to get a professional jingle we're gonna we are to work we on are that, but yes. not today yes Not today. Okay, well, for today, um, I just have two questions. And the first one is, Jonathan, what are you searching right now? Like, what's something that you found yourself lately, typing in your browser on the internet that you've been looking for, whether it's information or a product or whatever? So what are you searching right now?
0: So a lot of things that I research and look up are typically on YouTube. The reason I don't have cable or satellite is because a lot of stuff I watch is on YouTube. And if you were to look at my YouTube recents or subscriptions, a lot of it would be prominent uh, speakers and teachers of apologetics. I've just really uh, gotten into that uh, the past year and a half. Shout out to Brett Banford, who actually got me into that initially, Uh, introduced me to a guy named Frank Turek, who wrote a book called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. And um, I've just gotten into this season of wanting to know how to better uh, uh, bridge the gap between people who maybe an atheist or on the edge or an unbeliever to the word Um, and I've just I've just been interested in how to do that effectively and the tools of exegesis, eisegesis, hermeneutics, lots of boring sounding words but I'm excited and passionate about it so if you were to look at my recent searches that's mostly what what you would find.
1: Okay that Um, sounds super intellectual I'm very proud of you.
0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: Um, I was going to say I've been searching lately. Um, my not so intellectual thing is I've been looking at like couches and <laughs> <laughs> new bed frames because I'm, I'm thinking about mm. updating my furniture and all kinds of stuff. And now that's all the ads in every bit of my social media. is mm. just couches and <laughs> things like that. But intellectually I've been searching, um, so for listeners out there, uh, Chris Evans, who, and if you don't automatically know who that is, we're going to add you to the prayer list, but, if, <laughs> and if we have to add you to the prayer list, I will fill you in. Um, he played Captain America in all the Marvel movies. Very well. And um, he also is being a real life Captain America right now. He just launched a website called a starting point. Um, and I think it's a startingpoint.com and this he's been working on it for several years with various people but basically it's a place where you can get a one to two minute update directly from politicians and um, this is at local levels at national levels and they reach out to politicians to basically share their platform without all the fluff like there's no extra just tell me straight what you're for what you're against and why are you here like why are you doing what you're doing and Um, Lots of information about different laws and things like that. And that sounds super crazy. But honestly, I've been looking at that and some other things lately, just because I want to be informed when November rolls around and it's time to vote and um I want to do my due diligence and and you know really pray about that and and be informed and and have that knowledge and it's been really helpful and a very interesting and it's funny because I was looking at a lot of this on Friday night and Rebecca called me. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I explained all this to her. And like five <laughs> minutes later, she was like, "Wow, you are wild." <laughs> She's like, "You're really right, Jane." On a Friday night, and I'm like, "Wow, this is this is 33. Welcome." So. <laughs> Anyways, but that's what I'm searching. Um, apparently, furniture and politics. So that's yeah. true adulthood, if I've ever.
0: <laughs> well, that's so cool that you can play such a uh, amazing character for like ten plus years or whatever, and yeah. then be able to use your platform to do something like that. So that's yeah. really cool. I'm, I'm gonna need yeah. to check that out.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that. And it's it's a bipartisan site, so I mean, it's mm-hmm. got Democrats, Republicans, Independent Party birthday party, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
0: anyways, they need that. Let's yeah, add that. Yeah.
1: So it's I think it, the site's really trying hard to just really hear from people and not lean one way or the other. And so right. you know we're all people. So I think that happens sometimes by accident. But anyways, I found it very informative. And so that's what that's what I'm searching right now.
0: <laughs> nice. Very good.
1: Yeah. Uh, my second question is what are you saying right now? Like what's something that you found like yourself saying a lot lately, whether it's a phrase or a word, or you're talking about a certain um, topic with, it seems like everybody you talk to, like, so what are you saying right now?
0: So I learned later in life that this actually came from Full House, which kind of, I guess I was excited about, but also I was like, man, I thought I'd like made that up because I'd never heard it from Full House. But I say whenever I, what's an example? So like if I ever forget something or do something I think is dumb, I go, oh, my Lanta.
1: <laughs> you didn't <laughs> I know I said, oh, that's my Michelle Tanner?
0: <laughs> no, and I was like, man, I thought I made this up. <laughs> that's so um, funny. So I'll, I'll say that. And then one that probably is less frequently said by other people who have a bigger brain than I do is that um, if I ever like have a question, like if I'm ever questioned or confused about something or like if I'm just like, I'll say... <laughs> I'll say, what the dump? What? (laughs) What the dump? I don't know (laughs) if I've
1: ever heard you say that. I have no
0: idea where that came from. It's weird because sometimes like I say that when I'm by myself about certain things, maybe I'll see something that I'm like, oh, that's dumb. Or like it just, I don't know, like a post that's maybe Uh controversial or something. I'll look and be like, what the dump? You know, (laughs) where'd that come from? (laughs) uh, That's funny. I don't know intellectual in my research not intellectual in my speech apparently <laughs>
1: that's so funny well i don't think that came from Whole house if you're wondering. no <laughs> i've never heard that but um <laughs> i'm trying to think um i feel like i've said several things a lot lately and one of them is like that is so wild or these are wild times i've really just yeah. used the word wild a lot because there's not a lot of other words that can really describe the season that we're all in. Right? Yes, It's wild. And, um, I think, you know, a lot of people you see these jokes on the internet about unprecedented times. And everybody says that now unprecedented times. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I miss precedent in times a little bit, so. <laughs> but there's something fun about unprecedented times. There's a lot of um, hope and, um, adventure out there, new things. So that's great right. too. So I've said that a lot lately, and I'm I'm kind of like you. I found myself talking to myself, like mm-hmm. just immediately open up the internet, and I'm like, "What in the world wide web is happening? <laughs> like, what is <laughs> going on?" <laughs> and like um, one. there I think just having that question, like, what you know, you said what the dump. I'm like, what in the world? What the ham sandwich? <laughs> what the what ham sandwich? in the world? <laughs> That's from Unbreakable Kimmy <laughs> Schmidt. Um, That's good. Anyways, but yeah, just what question mark? (laughs) Right, right. I think something that I've said a lot lately, just because there's a lot of questions I've got about people on the internet. But anyway, yes, yes,
0: (laughs) I might have to steal that what the ham sandwich one. I like that one.
1: Oh yeah, so um, (laughs) Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. um, She, I don't know. I'm not going to go through the whole storyline, but basically, she. Has all these weird phrases that are not very common because she did not grow up in normal society. She mm-hmm. actually grew up in a bunker because she had been kidnapped. But anyways, um, but it is pretty hilarious. So anyway,
0: interesting. I definitely have to use that. Maybe I have to start replacing the want the dump one. Yeah, with yeah. the ham
1: sandwich.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Man. Well, so that's what's for happening this right week. Now. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. That's awesome. And if I'll you have back. your own version, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna add a different thing to it. I'm gonna add a different thing to it every week until someone gives me a professional version. <laughs>
1: we got like a full dance at the end of this. <laughs>
0: there you go. Right, right, right. Well, that's what's happening right now. And now, right now, after right now, we're gonna talk about <laughs> week two of this series, Under Pressure. Uh, such a good, a great series to go into with everything going on. You know, obviously. We're in a global pandemic. It seems like every single month something has happened. Uh, And on top of that, we're still dealing with everything individually in our own lives with family. It's like that stuff didn't stop just because all this other stuff happened, you know. Yeah, it was just magnified. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And so uh, in week two of Under Pressure, Pastor uh, really wanted to emphasize um, how, like, we need to slow down because there's a lot of stuff happening so obviously, like you said, been amplified in this season. And so uh, real quick, some of his points that he said, when I'm under pressure, the risk of sinful choices increase. My emotions are inconsistent. Hello. I'm less productive. Amen. I end up empty inside, which are probably a lot of you feel like that right now. And lastly, I can't hear God, which, you know, obviously God's still there, but we sometimes in the midst of our business, busyness don't. Uh, really see what he's doing. So I just wanted to have dialogue with you, Steph, about um, his the solutions that Pastor talked about from Scripture. How we slow down? Yeah. St- stop the constant push for more. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Stay close to Jesus. Um, what What are your thoughts on not only how personally we're trying to slow down, but these these points in in relation to uh, us being under pressure in this season?
1: Gosh, that first one, I believe is so tough. It, it's really tough for me personally, because I love to think of new ideas and do new things. And, um, you know, I don't think I feel consumed with, I haven't done enough, but it's definitely there in present. Does that make sense? Like, I just want to do more. I want to reach out to more people. I want to come up with new ideas or church or for me personally or whatever I want to get stuff done around my house like there's always more there's never a time where I feel like my list is over and I, I at the beginning of this I heard a lot of people eventually say the phrase like man I'm so bored and I'm like I literally cannot remember the last time I was bored I think I was in single digits age-wise like I don't know that life and so <laughs> um so I always struggle with that. Like the, the constant, you know, desire to do more, whatever that looks like. And so, um, and I think we live in a society that pushes that, like pushes the hustle and pushes like you you can't stop or whatever. And, when, and the, when the reality is, yes, keep moving forward, but take time to rest. Take, you know, even if you're going slower than the person beside you, that's fine. You're both moving forward. And like, right. we have to do things, in um, step and in time with how God has for just us and not the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, right. um but I, I think in, in the same vein of thought, we have to be aware of when God's telling us to move and not just stay in that state of rest. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. I mean, that takes, that takes time that takes wisdom that takes prayer and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, definitely definitely struggle with the first one. And I think with the, the second one about keeping the Sabbath holy, like in a way, um, I do that. You do that. Cause we're, you know, this is our job that we've dedicated our life to is to spend time on Sundays. But a lot of times on Sundays, we're running around more than a lot of the other days of the week. And so, um, you know, and I've definitely been in different positions. I know probably when we were meeting in person for you on Sunday, you were doing a lot more work like in go, go, go than maybe on other days of the week. Not that you don't work the other days of the week, but you know what I mean? And in my position that I'd moved into in the last couple of years, director of operations, like I probably do more work during the week and less on Sunday than I used to. And so Sunday can become a time where you're working more than ever. So you have to find your Sabbath in another way. And so that was interesting to, to hear about, to think about from our perspective, from people who do not work in ministry, you know, from people who are not part of the church at all. Like, just thinking about that, like, it's so important. What are your thoughts? Let me stop talking for a second.
0: No, no, that, those are great. Those are great. And I think uh, especially the, the Sabbath one was probably the one that I was going to, to have dialogue on because I've heard pastors even say before, you know, obviously that was kind of a commandment for for. God's people in Old Testament to keep the Sabbath day holy. But, you know, once Christ come, we've fulfilled those commandments through the two greatest commandments, love your Lord, your God, with all your soul, your mind, strength, and love your neighbors, yourself. And so I've heard pastor say, instead of like a Sabbath day, like you need to find Sabbath moments, you know, like yeah. just times where you can just chill and like, mm-hmm. you know, step back. I almost when, when he was talking about that, and I even think he said uh, he was talking in his sermon about, you know, how we think we take on more and more and more means we produce more, which is a complete lie. He even quoted from Ecclesiastes 4.6, it's better to have only a little with peace of mind than be busy all the time. Um, And and like you said, like if for some reason in society, we think if we can just be busy bees, then we'll produce more. Um, And that even makes me think of the parable of uh, like the two guys chopping down trees and one guy just goes ham like let's say who can chop down the most trees in five hours and he just goes ham on chopping trees and just doing work and the other guy spends his first two hours sharpening his blade and then at the end the guy who sharpened his blade was the one who chopped down more because he was more focused and I think sometimes we can fall into that first axe cutter if you will like we just Mm got to keep going we got to keep going we got to keep going but if we had laser focus and just took a step back we would actually be producing more. And it's just, it's hard to do that because society says if we do more, we produce more, but that's not always the case.
1: Yeah. Well, and I definitely think that we all go through seasons where like, okay, we're going to be so busy and we've just got to put our head down and get through it because there are results that we want to get. There are goals that we have, there are dreams that God's put on our heart. And so sometimes that takes seasons of working really hard and long hours and and, you know, stretching yourself, but God doesn't give you that for life. He doesn't call that, you know, that to be your entire life. That's just a season. And so, um, I think the important thing is just to recognize that, that maybe we don't have that, that work rest, you know, whatever cycle that is every day, like a daily thing that the balance comes more in seasons, but there still has to be seasons and there still has to be a balance. Like, going 24 7 shouldn't be your life you know and um that's that's hard to learn but again it's something i think when we recognize it first it's easier to get to that point in our life
0: yeah yeah and and both those things lead to his the last point how, how do we stay close to Jesus not by busying up our our schedule because typically that puts us in charge of our lives instead of Jesus, you know, like, yeah. okay, I'll have Jesus on Sunday, but the rest of the week, I got to plan this and I got to do this and I got to do this. Right. And you're so busy. You can't stay close to Jesus. You feel like you are, but you know, truly you, you've become your, and, and like you said, there's definitely seasons where we need to put our head down, work hard. That's not what I'm saying, yeah. but, and sorry, pastor, it <laughs> <laughs> really got me on that. Like I yeah. need to say, and. <laughs> and you also need to realize that you can't, plan out your entire life, like every single detail, there has to be some relinquish of control to the Lord. And that can be hard too. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I think it's very important for us to slow down, especially in this season and uh, and catch our breath as we're trying to stay close to Jesus. So, yeah. Um, well, and
1: just like anything with life, when we stay close to Jesus, he takes care of the first two things, you know, right. Like mm-hmm. The more we get to know him and see his ways and how, what he's called us to then he leads us to seasons of rest and how to do that well and timely. And he leads us to creativity so we can have seasons of, um, you know, working hard and getting things done effectively and efficiently. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. so if we really concentrate on that third point, first and foremost, the other two get taken care of in the, in the byproduct of living a life with Jesus.
0: Right, right. Yeah, this, it's all good stuff. And it's not stopping here. This was just week two of Under Pressure. And we're going to continue uh, talking about how we are able to, not just through this season, but seasons ahead where all this stuff is over, we're still going to be under pressure in some ways. But we're, we're going to continue this dialogue with this uh, series in week three, this upcoming Sunday. Steph, you want to kind of give us an overview of, of what that's going to look like?
1: Yeah, this week we're going to talk about that we fill our lives with what we cultivate most. It's like the things that we um, spend our thoughts on, that we prioritize, that we nourish, and um, we choose to pour our emotions and our everything into. That's what our lives is going to look like. Um, and Pastor Anthony's really just going talking about that, about how we choose a Christ like attitude, that we make the choice to put Jesus first and that you know, we make the choice to continue to be faithful and we make the choice to turn things over to God. And um again, that takes time and discipline and practice, but it's so worth doing. And um and that those things right there, those simple things, like they're simple but they're not easy. Does that make sense? (laughs) But they're so worth it. They're so Mm -hmm. worth it. And so he's gonna talk about that this weekend. I'm excited because, you know, we know these things, but let's take it a step further. What are practical ways that we can do that in our everyday life? And that's why that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about this week. So tune in Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday. And we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. I think we it get in there. That would be yeah. that'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's good.
1: That's good. <laughs> All right, look at us educating the masses.
0: That was really cool. Your the the uh, recording kind of like delayed or stopped, and when you said whoa, it went whoa.
1: Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> put that so at the
0: end. Yeah, I was gonna say hopefully that, that stays in there. We'll put that in there. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northpartrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.